ACEC is pleased to announce that the early bird deadline for the upcoming private market symposium on commercial and residential real estate has been extended until Wednesday, February the 9th. That's right, there's still time to register and save in the process. To attend this unique event, specifically designed for specialists in land development and engineering, taking place in Scottsdale, Arizona on March 3rd and 4th. If you're engaged in the real estate market, there's no better place to get up-to-date information on economic trends in the real estate industry and trade information with your peers. Again, March 3rd and 4th in Scottsdale, Arizona. To learn more and register, go to www.acec.org. Welcome to Engineering Influence, a podcast from the American Council of Engineering Companies. And this week in our headquarters in Washington, we are holding XCOM member orientation. For everyone who's been elected to the incoming uh, group of uh, our executive committee, we have two days of intensive uh, kind of a departmental breakdown of the inner workings of ACEC National, death by PowerPoint um, to a point, uh, and, and uh it, but it's good because it kind of gives us the opportunity to say this is how we operate. This is ACEC National and all of its components. And um, Jay Wolverton, who is our chair-elect for 2022 to 2023, is part of this group. And Jay, I really do appreciate you taking the time this morning to to join us on the program. I know you got a packed schedule today. Thanks for having me, Jeff. I appreciate it. So, you know, how how's it going? I know this is day two of two. Um, what do you think of the, of the kind of the breakdown of everything? Oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, they're doing a great job. It's a, it's a chance for folks who have not been on XCOM before to be able to meet the staff, hear the, the duties that each one performs, hear about the, the phenomenal staff that we have here at ACC and all of the different programs and works that they're doing. Now, of course, you have a leg up because you're no stranger right. to the organization. Um, for those out there in our audience who, who have maybe have met you briefly at a, at a ACEC event or, you know, know of you by name, um, help them, you know, get to know you a little bit better. Uh, which firm are you with? Again, you know, give us a little breakdown about, you know, what you do and, and, and where it's located and kind of how you got involved with, with ACEC. Sure. Be glad to, Jeff. I, I'm with CHA Consulting. We're based out of Albany. I'm actually down in our Atlanta office. I, my title is the Chief Growth Officer, and uh, within CHA, I have the opportunity to work with my great team, and we're basically responsible for building and executing our organic growth strategy. So uh, a lot of business development, uh, but it's also very strategic in, in what we're doing and where we want to take the firm. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, and that's interesting because, you know, we have a lot of, you know, P&L line leaders. We have um, uh, CEOs, of course. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you as a as a largely focused in BD is an interesting perspective because, you know, for those firms that are trying to get market share or trying to enter into new markets and grow their portfolios, you can bring that perspective of of developing and growing a business. Yeah, and I was also fortunate, Jeff, that I uh, had my own firm for 30 years. Yes. And uh, but three years ago is when we decided to go to market. We wanted to be part of something bigger and better. And uh had a lot of opportunities out there, talked to a lot of great firms, but CHA was the right fit yeah. for us. And you have the M&A experience as well. Exactly. So you went through that. Exactly. So from an AC-EC perspective, mm-hmm. um, you know, what, what drove you to get involved? 
with, with the organization. So I worked through all of the different positions at the state level. I uh, really enjoyed it, getting to know folks, uh, the networking, the influencing, things along those lines. Yeah. And uh, I was asked by our executive committee in Georgia to serve as our PAC chairman. Mm-hmm. So that was my first exposure to national. I was a PAC chair for a couple of years, got our uh, program going in the right direction. Yeah. And, and we've been fortunate to hit goal now for seven or eight years in a row. Uh, that led to national director. I mm-hmm. uh, was the national director for a couple of years, and then the opportunity presented itself, and I was fortunate enough to serve on XCOM a few years back. So, you know, we were in an interesting time because 2022 is, is we've been talking about infrastructure so much, and we've been talking about it and talking about it, and now we're in a post-enactment period of time. Implementation of the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act is, you know, ongoing, there's a lot of opportunity out there, but there's also a lot of challenge mixed in with that. Yeah. Um, how do you see it breaking out? I mean, how, how do you see the industry responding to this injection of the significant injection of federal money? Well, I think everybody's excited. Uh, they're also, also cautiously optimistic. Yeah. Uh, we have a very uh, real issue as far as having the right amount of employees to be able to carry out this program. So I... Uh, Finding talent, building talent, recruiting talent is probably the biggest thing that's facing our industry right now. And uh, we're all having those same issues and problems of uh, getting enough staff. We're very excited, uh, very fortunate that that funding is there in place. And now it's time to roll up our sleeves and produce and show the, show the world that we can do this. You're not alone. Everyone who I was, I've talked to this week has said pretty much the same thing, capacity. Yeah. It's, a capacity. it's not a question. we got the talent to do it. Right. It's capacity right. and, and, and filling up that pipeline. Uh, with a strategic plan that we have, it's kind of an interesting period of time right now, right? Because uh, Robin, of course, is uh, the current chair, and she oversaw kind of the, the, to the point of agreeing upon the plan itself and moving towards the metrics that we're going to use to measure. Art will be coming in when we start to implement and we start to actually set out those action items to, you know, accomplish those goals and measure. And then you'll be coming in when we're pretty much full swing. Right. Um, how are you viewing that? How are you viewing our strategic plan? And, and, and you know, what are your thoughts uh, leading into your you know, you know, time as, as chair uh, about how that's going to direct the, the organization. Yeah, Jeff, it's a great question. I actually talked to the nominating committee about this when I was interviewing for the chair elect position. I feel like that by the time that I'm coming in to the chair, uh, we're already going to be well down the path as far as implementation. I think part of my job is going to be to go ahead and start looking forward. Yeah. Are we doing the right things? Have we made the right progress? Do we have the right initiatives on the paper? Uh, they were correct two years ago. Are they correct now? what readjustments do we need to be making? So I think I'm going to be looking forward even beyond the existing strategic plan. Yeah, it's that idea of it. If you make a plan, that's great, but the plan can't sit on a shelf. You exactly. Gotta, you got to readjust and you got to see what the situation is on the ground. So that'll be an interesting, interesting process. Um, you know, are you in right now in kind of an, I know you have both the experience um, at national, at the state level, and of course, previously on XCOM, um, and, and seeing how, each chair kind of develops their own set of policies or priorities that they want to want to want to advance. Are you trying to figure out exactly what that's going to be and what's going to define, you know, your time as chair? Oh, I know already. Yeah. So, okay. Give us a, give us a preview. Well, it, it, you're a big part of that, my friend. <laughs> Get ready. 
<laughs> get ready. Uh, the other thing that I said is, is we work in such a great industry. Yeah. This is a great career. Yeah. I mean, we get to design it's phenomenal projects. We get to see them built, come to fruition. Um, I don't think society sees us as yeah. the integral part that we are. And raising the stature of the engineering industry is huge on my priority. Yeah, um, absolutely. And the work that you and your staff are doing right now and putting us out there and letting everybody see all of the great things that we do, that we're so vital to society and essential, um, that's, that's huge. I think that that's going to go a long way, not only recruiting, getting more people in, but helping us in just who we are and how we're recognized and how we're seen. Well, I'll take that opportunity for a shameless plug and just say that uh, anyone listening out there, if you have a story to tell, if you have a good story, if you have a personal story, get it to us so we can help you tell it because, you know, our industry is nothing without the engineers in those firms that are doing the work and helping to benefit their communities. And you have a great story to tell. And uh, we are more than happy to help you tell it. So reach out and uh, send us an email. And we'll be happy to feature you here or in our magazine or on our blog or editorial, whatever you want to do. So uh, I'll take that opportunity. Um, well, Jay, I, you know, congratulations. And I look forward to working with you. Um, I, have, you know, I have no, no issues with, with doubling down. Um, so uh, it's going to be a fun time. Uh, thank you so much for taking time out of the morning. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for having me. And again, this has been Engineering Influence, a podcast from the American Council of Engineering Companies. We will see you next time.